Hello, hello, and welcome to the Lost Archives for episode 12. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, my name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master for our campaign, The Tyranny of Dragons. However, this campaign is all about the players who will introduce themselves and their characters right now. Yes, my name's Claire, and I'm playing Mira, the dragonborn sorcerer. Uh, half red, half silver. She's taken on a lot of new responsibilities in the last day or so. Uh, Surprise caretaker. Yeah, jeez. A bit frazzled at the moment. So I think we left her rearranging books in the library. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. No, I think we've moved on from there. But that's what her mind is on right now. It's her happy place. It is. (laughs) Hey, guys. uh, I'm Andrew. I'm playing Azure Lightheart, uh, our Azamir monk, uh, who's golden and uh, light on the outside and... Yeah, a bit shadowy on the inside, but we know that he likes to. He's got a mission to save the world, but does enjoy a little bit of ass kicking every now and then. Um, we'll uh, flesh him out a little bit more as we travel on through, but exciting times lie ahead. They do indeed. Hey guys, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Emmerich, your uh, lovable roguish character. Um, but yeah, so yeah, and um, he plays he's a paladin. He's had a few hiccups in the past. There's a few things happen that have shaped him to who who he, who he is today. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it for now. Uh, um, anyway, <laughs> so I'm Simon. I'm the one with microphone troubles. So uh, yeah, I play the character of Wiltix, the lovely little gnome character. Uh, he's small. He's uh, hairy, and he uh, can be a bit violent at times. But you know, he's still quite lovable. Um, yeah, going through a couple of little things at the moment, Wiltix is, and uh, I hope you enjoy listening to what happens in his life. I'd just like to just like to say that you guys, I've seen some love on Twitter, I've seen some love on Facebook for uh, for the characters. So stoked to see this! Thank you so much for uh, for loving these characters and loving the loving the players and loving our, our, our little podcast slash YouTube series slash uh, Twitch live stream. Um, thank you so much for all the support. We we are actually on our way to um, to becoming Twitch uh, affiliated, which is amazing. I I just Ooh. sort of started the live streaming just as a bit of a fun side project. The the idea was that this was mainly sort of like a podcast YouTube series, but um, yeah, we, we you guys have been loving the live streams. Um, so thank you so much. Thank you so much for all the support and, and all the love. And and feel free to um to share it with your friends if you if you did enjoy it. Um, we just we just love having you guys along for the journey. Um, now, Jared and I did a little bit of a Subnautica stream on Sunday, another multiplayer Subnautica stream, uh, which was uh, hilarious, <laughs> and so I definitely invite you to go check that out. Um, it just was mainly us panicking, uh, would be fair to say, as stuff just went horrifically wrong. Um, yeah, and uh, lots of fun glitches as well using the multiplayer Nitrox mod, so if you want to <laughs> see just, just stuff going wrong and two Australian lads desperately scrabbling to try and deal with the stuff that's going wrong, uh, yeah, I, I thoroughly recommend our stream. <laughs> uh, but tonight we're going to be doing Dungeons & Dragons. So, uh, our journey's been following the escapades of the Tempest Adventuring Guild from the League of Adventurers based in the merchant city of Oxenfurt. Mira, Azua, Emric, and Wiltix were dispatched to the town of Greennest to investigate suspicious sightings of masked humanoids, working with kobolds who were seemingly scouting out the town. What seemed to be a simple mission has quickly developed into a serious situation with potentially apocalyptic consequences. These masked figures have turned out to be members of an ancient cult known as the Order of the Dragon, 
a cult focused on the return of Tiamat, an evil betrayer god sealed away long ago. The party soon learned the power of the cult. Many hundreds of members, large groups of paid mercenaries, a seemingly endless supply of kobolds, and most worryingly of all, a number of dragons and half-dragons, all working towards the one goal. The party rescued Leosin, the brother of Azua, who had been captured and taken to a secret campsite hidden within the mountains to the east of Greennest. After the main host of cultists and dragons left the camp uh, to take a vast collection of treasure known as the Horde, or uh, as it's been referred to, the Heart, uh, to an undisclosed location, the party infiltrated a cave system called the Hatchery. Having now cleared the cave of any remaining cult forces, the party now find themselves in possession of three dragon eggs. We rejoin our heroes as they begin the journey back to Green Nest. Sorry, the journey back to Oxenfurt. Don't mind me. <laughs> as they begin the journey back to Oxenfurt. Preparing their cart after reporting their successes um, they uh, to the town of Green Nest and to Governor Nighthill. They are also going to be beginning, uh, beginning the move from their guild hall into a manor that they have been gifted by Governor Nighthill as thanks for their efforts in saving the town. Um, during their time in Green Nest, our heroes were able to return some of the stolen loot and enjoy some downtime. Mira stressed over the eggs, Wiltix got his flirt on, Emric fought a dwarf, while Azua shared some quiet moments with his guardian angel, Aziraphale. And we pick up the next morning. Our brave adventurers have had a lovely long night's sleep. They have been provided, or Mira specifically has been provided with the deed to the manor located in the craftsman's uh, ward of Oxenfurt. And the manor is called the Night Hall, because it's Governor Nighthill and it's his, it's his family estate. It's called the Night Hall. The Night or Night? Night. Uh, N-I-G-H-T. Um, the Night Hall. So that is the deed that you've been given. You can see very quickly, Mira, that you've actually probably walked past this building once or twice. It's actually not too far from the Adventurer's Guild. It's a, it's a pretty short walk away. Um, do you want to make me a history check, see how much you can remember? Best stat. 17. Oh, uh, well, it doesn't matter if it's your best out if your rolls are if your rolls are going to help you out. Um, hey. Yeah, you you remember seeing along one of the um, one of the canals that uh, juts off the main river that passes through Oxenfurt. Uh, one of the main canals it borders onto the water, and there is a dock located down onto the water. Um, it's a large dark stone building with a rich timber. Garden is a little bit overgrown. It looks fairly unkempt, but. You remember seeing this very well-made, very sturdy building located uh, not too far from the uh, from the Adventurers Guild in Oxenfurt, um, and you probably do remember the name, having seen it uh, emblazoned across the front gate, uh, the Night Hall. Yeah, and I'd say that's what you remember. So you do you do actually you are familiar with this location. So front while property. you are all <laughs> hot property. <laughs> so while you're all preparing the cart. Um, getting ready to leave. Is there anything any of you would be doing specifically that morning after having a, a lovely long rest? Hmm. Because we're at Green Nest again, aren't we? You're still in Green Nest at this point. You mm. returned to Green Nest uh, at the end of, uh, so halfway through last session. Um, Emric fought a dwarf uh, named Castellan Escobar the Red. I um, had a lot of bouts with him in many different uh, formats and I smashed him every single one. 
<laughs> sure. Um, Azura, <laughs> you, you probably have just woken up. This is the, the morning after you had your conversation with Aziraphil. Um, yeah. Wiltix, you don't awaken with the group in their... Uh, you awaken in the accommodation um, of perhaps oh, hey. a who you went, who you went oh. home with. Um, just doing some casual makes, marketing for the guild. Very she nice makes work. You a lovely breakfast. Yes, some bartering. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, you get a lovely home cooked breakfast uh, by her. Um, oh. And uh, I think Mira gave you one of the uh, one of the Tempest Guild business cards uh, if you wanted she to did. pass that on to her. She did. Yes, yes. I don't know if we would have discussed that last night uh, over the drinks or this morning, but. but uh, where is the business card? Who knows? It's gone. <laughs> Um, it's just got the numbers scrolled up her arm. <laughs> well, I, ne I never discuss business before pleasure, uh, so it'd be the next one. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Um, oh, God. Uh, so we're, we're, we're doing as the morning now, aren't we? Yeah, look, we can we yeah. can skip over your uh, your lovely oh. home cooked breakfast with this with this lovely halfling. Um, you hand her the business card. She uh, is, yeah, she's fairly keen to, to potentially look at expanding her her business, which is just a single storefront in Greenness. She is looking to expand into Oxenford. It's one of the one of the more popular markets, being sort of the main merchant city uh, on Oshia. It is it is sort of the, the main stop off for most of the um, trading ships and trading caravans and and airship supply yeah. lines that go between the different continents, the floating cities, and the sky cities. Um, so yeah, she she'd be pretty keen and. Uh, if you give her the name of the location where you guys are headed, which is basically the Adventurers Guild or to the uh, the Night Hall, um, she she indicates an interest in potentially sending some word to you when she feels she's ready to invest in such a such an interesting venture. Um, exactly. Yeah. So just uh, mention, I suppose, yeah, go go through the little nitty gritty details. I don't think uh, Wiltix would be the kind of guy that would know too much about it, but as well as the fact that you know he hasn't been there yet, so. Uh, what to expect? Uh, I'm sure I'll send a, a raven or what have you uh, with a message later on to uh, yeah. help establish it. Absolutely. And Mira, I'm imagining that your night is probably spent down at the cart. Yep. <laughs> just no. solid, yes. Yeah, no, she's just, just fretting. She's having conniptions about those eggs. Talk us through what's Mira thinking. Let's let's hear Mira's thoughts. Let's go inside the mind. Inside the mind. Mira's mind palace yep. is a well-ordered, well-stocked, organized place that does not reflect her actual reality anymore. <laughs> so uh, I think her mind palace has been destroyed by three eggs crashing into it. So she's just she's just wondering what on earth uh she's getting herself into and what exactly how exactly we're going to hide first hide them two what to do with them three raise them she's just not sure and she's also wondering if the cult is going to come after them and if they have a way of tracking these eggs but she knows dragons it's mm. a good question and she knows that they'll come after them <laughs> yeah so I mean, she's just wondering if they've managed to hide their tracks well enough or yeah yeah so and she's wondering if she knows anyone in Oxenfurt that she could ask for help because Mira's all about delegating she loves delegating okay yeah do you want to do you want to make me um just a flat intelligence check Mira 
Okay. Uh, or wisdom, actually. Intelligence or wisdom? Yeah, I'd say intelligence or wisdom. They are both the same. Okay. Then uh, then it's your choice. That's a four. That's <laughs> <laughs> a flat roll. Um, <laughs> Role, you're, yeah. you're trying to think you're like yeah i know i know there's a magic university there but i don't know the, 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 the magic not dragons specifically uh, i know there's like history guilds and i know there's all sorts of stuff there but no nah. and i know there's an organization that we work for but nah, i'm not sure if they'd be able to help either you're not sure <laughs> yeah so she's just in the cart having connections <laughs> fair enough uh, Emric, how would you be spending she's like, your morning? She's like throwing a snowball of fire back and forth between her hands. Oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. Or use it like as a stress ball. She's a Very nice. She stress balls. So, um, yeah, Emric will wake up in the morning. Uh, he had a very big night. Yes. He'll sort of wander off into the courtyard. Um, and he'll, uh, I was thinking that maybe he would sort of do some sparring or something with either the local guardsman or even drag Castellan out to have not a, to spar, not to duel. So hmm. that's just more like practicing and stuff. You know, you're not sparring. I'm not actually dueling people. He's just sort yeah. of getting some rounds in because you gotta, you gotta say, you gotta keep training yourself and Emric might be a bit of a roguish type, but he definitely understands overall, you know, hard work and discipline. It's where he's gotten, yeah. that's how he's gotten to where he is. So, that's Absolutely. why he's always sharpening his helmet, and that's why he's always... He's actually, like... Even though people make fun of him smelling, he's actually fairly well-kept. I don't know. I, don't, I know. people like, made fun of him smelling? Someone said it, and I'm like, hey. Whoever smelt it, dealt it. He showers... I don't remember that at all. Times a week. But, um, <laughs> no, no, but he'll be... remembering that sort of stuff. Oh, shit. I thought someone did say he smelt. I think I called you ugly last week, but uh, that's about <laughs> it. Hey, that's all but um, no, he'll, be out. <laughs> he'll be out in the courtyard, though, sparring and just sort of making his skills uh, pretty well maintained and pretty sharp. Yeah, I'll tell you, what, I'm going to make a con save for our good friend Castellan to see if he is actually able to join you the next morning, given <laughs> what happened to him. Yeah, he didn't do so crash shot. Oh, no. <laughs> Even with a plus two, Castellan is still well and truly under 10, which I said is the DC. Uh, I wasn't, even, I wasn't even very hard at the DC. I'm going like, <laughs> to knock on his door. Oi! Come on, mate. You can do some sparring with me this morning. This morning. Oh, no. Oh, fuck off. I need a break. I'm not feeling my best. Ah, all right, all right. I'll wander off and I'll just start sparring with all, like any of the guardsmen. Yeah, like, come on, guys. Let's get into it. And a one, and a two, and a one, and a two. And yeah, a couple of guys will join in. So. Yeah, they'll, they'll join in. They'll have a bit of fun. You see... Um, as you're as you're sort of doing these warm-ups, you see a uh, a lone soldier, um, a little bit on the older side, um, probably heading towards his late fifties. So a little bit old for for a sort of frontline soldier, um, but he's seeming to be wearing the the very classic armor of the uh, the Green Nest Guards. Uh, however, he has made some personal touches and additions to oh. it, uh, and he also has an eye patch. Um, oh wow! And so he Emric immediately Emric immediately just struts strides over there. And he looks at him. I'll, like, tell, I'll <clears throat> tell you what he's doing so that you can get an idea of what he looks like. So he's he's right. basically going through. He's wielding nothing but a spear. Um, when he arrives, he takes his armor off, strips down to just his sort of long breeches, uh, so that his shirts uh, shirts being taken off, and he's just sort of bare chested. And he begins going through this incredibly complex um, cutter with the with the spear. Basically, a series of movements and exercises designed to help um, sort of practice and hone your your maneuvers and uh, maneuverability with with a weapon. 
Um, and as you watch, he, he seems incredibly proficient as he's moving through these. Yeah, very, very uh, quick, very, very precise. And there seems to be a lot of power behind his movements. So, how did you get that eye patch? There's going to be a really cool story, but that's really cool. How'd you get it? He holds up a, he holds up a single finger to shush you and continues moving through his kata. Oh. And then um, Emmerich's very uh, intrigued because he's sure that there's a really cool story behind that eye patch. He watches uh, him, though. He's going to study his movements, so he will yeah. take in the movements that he's doing and just sort of see. And then he's going to try and start emulating him. Do you want to make an insight check for me? All right. We'll see how much, how well I can emulate him. My insight's not very good. Uh, 15. Um, That's watching his movements, he is incredibly precise, um, especially with a spear. So you're, you're a halberd user, so the, some of the movements are similar, but... The maneuvers he's doing and the way he's moving this weapon around is far beyond your skill level at this point. Um, but do you want to make me a, um, I'd say probably, I'll, I'll allow athletics or acrobatics to use your um, halberd and try and emulate some of the movements that you can use. 17, you actually do a pretty good job. So some of his maneuvers are, are well and truly beyond, but you give them a good go. And even though your form is a little bit sloppy compared to his, you do complete some of the movements and some I will of the... Be, I will say as well, I'm not, like, trying to make fun of him. I'm actually, no. like, Emmerich, when it comes to training, he, he does like to have a bit of a laugh at the eye patch and all that, but when he actually started, like, looking at these movements and stuff like that, he actually started to get into more of a serious mindset. Um, yeah, absolutely. That's just how he was raised, and it's just ingrained in him. Yeah, so, so... He's actually giving it a good crack. Yeah. Um, after about five, ten minutes, you find yourself working up a, a moderate sweat, at which point um, he ends the maneuver by pulling the spear down into a full um, sort of forward thrust and then pulls it back, stands to attention and then looks over towards you. Right. Thanks for waiting. What's your name? <clears throat> my name's uh, Emmerich. What is yours there, my friend? You can call me Teft. Teft. Have I? He he looked like a very accomplished soldier. <clears throat> have you always uh have you always been a part of the uh, green greenness guard? Because you're well above all these uh well all these men. I'm uh, I'm not part of the greenness guard. Not not officially. I uh, just help out on occasion. Were you a uh, <clears throat> were you an adventurer? No, no, I wouldn't say that. Maybe more of a, maybe a sort of wandering mercenary, shall we say? Ah, oh, man of my own heart. But I, uh, I don't work for gold. I, uh, I just do do a little where it's needed. Okay, we're a little bit different then. We're a little bit different. I love gold. Right. Ah, oh, now that was uh that was very nice. Where'd you all learn that stuff? I actually invented this one. Oh, Emmerich's uh, actually caught off guard by that a little bit, because he was thinking that like he wouldn't find someone who who could just create like a intricate maneuver set like that, just just you know, just some random mercenary in greenness. He, he he thought it'd be like would it be akin to like a master? Uh, from Emmerich's perspective, uh, given your previous insight, yes, th this man has he has gone beyond the mastery of the spear this is it's an oh, extension shit. of who he is like look looking at him with you with that inside of 15 um he moves as if he and the spear are one what's 
Have you fought in any wars? Have I ever heard of your name before? I don't know, have you? I don't know if I have. Let's do a history check. Make a history check. 11, so not crushed. No, it's actually not too bad. No, you've never heard of the name Teft before. Uh, and his description doesn't doesn't raise any any uh, bells in your, in your mind. So um, hair is cut quite short, streaks of grey, um, sort of salt pepper appearance, very, very short beard. Again, that sort of salt pepper grey. Um, he is human, I should say. He's human. Slightly darker tan skin. Um, uh, sort of more of an Italian style uh, skin colour look to him. Sort of a Mediterranean look. Um, very, very bright green eyes. Oh. I'm going to leave him to his maneuvers and I'm going to walk off and just sort of park myself somewhere like against a wall or something next to another guard. I'm going to ask him a question like, so uh, have you ever seen, what's what's that guy's story? Uh, What's Teft? That's a halfling uh, woman who is uh, one of the guardsmen, uh, guardswomen who is there as you you walk over. Teft, uh, he comes and helps out every so often. He's, uh, I don't know, he's just a wanderer, drifter. Well, look, I'll be honest, uh, he's a lot above, he's above all of us here at the moment. He's definitely one of the most... You don't need to tell me that. Alright, I'm gonna walk up to him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna look him in the eyes and say, uh, hold on a second, sorry. Someone just knocked on my door. Um, in the eyes, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna point to him and go, Right, I've decided. I'm gonna be your pupil, and I'm gonna learn everything you know. No, no, you're not. Wait, what, what? No, you're not. You're not ready, mate. What do you mean? Your your form's pretty sloppy. Well, that's why I said I'll be your pupil. When you can fight without anger, be precise, measured, then you can come back and I'll teach you what I know. I walk off and just go, yeah, okay, see you later. Because yep. he never goes. He's never gonna. He's never gonna fight not with anger. Yeah. He's a bit Teft, bummed out though. Teft gives a little sort of head head nod as you walk away, uh, and then moves over to the water barrel to have a drink. As I'll say to him though, <clears throat> if you're ever though, pop by. We can do some sparring sometime, maybe. Maybe. I'll if um, if I can keep up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll say. Look for the uh, Tempest Guild if you're ever around there. And I'll Fine. just sort of walk off and I'll sort of do a wave. Gives you a nod as you walk away and then moves back over, puts down the spear and picks up a training short sword and begins a completely different series of maneuvers uh, which look equally polished. Well, fuck it. Okay, cool. What was <laughs> he when the greenness was burning? Was he oh, do you want I should know. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah I will actually. I will. I'll uh, pop back up next to the halfling and go. Jesus, you guys could have definitely uh, handled the uh, kobolds with him around, right? Oh yeah. He, he said he came as soon as he heard some. He, he moves. He wanders from place to place. We we don't see him all the time. He sort of comes and goes. Yeah. Right. Okay. But um, he was instrumental in uh, in killing a few of the uh, remaining. Uh, uh, mercenaries who uh, attacked us uh, probably uh, would have been the night you guys uh, night you guys left to go to the camp there was uh, another contingency that came around he took out 15 16 men pretty much by himself like we we were there to support but I'm being honest we were not much help compared to what he was doing <clears throat> I'll just keep looking at him a little bit in, in awe 
and I'll go, yeah. <clears throat> I, I think he could, uh, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'm just nodding my head. Fair enough. And um, I think with that, I'll just sort of continue spiring with everyone again, and um, yeah. Yeah, some of the guards will join in, have a bit of a bounce. Uh, Azua, how are you spending your morning? Um, I'm pretty. I'd be pretty. Uh, I'd be up early. I think. Yep. Um, with the sun. <laughs> yeah, get the, with the morning sun. Uh, I'd probably be going through like a morning meditation. Probably how I start every morning, going through like yeah. a series of quarter staff moves and especially if Leosin is there um whether we do it together oh yeah yeah Leosin will join in and you, you can do one of your sort of childhood um, meditations that you used to do as a, as a duo but you've been sort of forced to do by yourself until this morning I imagine that I imagine that we have like a, a bit of a uh, symbiotic meditation so that once almost like we're sitting facing each other and uh once it becomes more of our, like with our quarter staves or our weapons, it becomes almost synchronized. Um, mm. Yeah, that's how I imagine we're spending our morning. And once that's Do you know done. Do you know what springs to my mind when you describe that? Do you remember the Dance of the Dragons in uh, Avatar The Last Airbender? Oh, yeah. It's a very obscure reference, but Zuko and uh, Aang do this sort of synchronized bending together. It very much reminds me of that. <laughs> that would be cool. I That is actually a perfect uh, analogy my photographic like... memory for random tv uh, it continues to impress <laughs> <laughs> um it always comes in handy your memory um yeah. yeah and then i think once that's done we'll probably prepare to leave fantastic in that case uh, after spending your mornings how you wish you return to the cart to find mira um quite anxious and probably making a number of notes in her book. Um, Mira, at this point, your um, your diviner, your uh, object, we, we've, we've previously been calling it the Death Diary. Um, we have now updated it to diviner. Um, this is one of her guild role uh, additives. Uh, your diviner now has quite a bit of data recorded in it. Um, and as you're sort of looking through, flipping through the pages, you begin to feel like there's a pattern to the events that you've seen and the events that you've recorded you can't quite put your finger on it yet but you feel like with a little bit more time and a little bit more um information uh you might be able to to see patterns in the past and maybe even divine possible futures possible things that might happen in the future you feel this that the the patterns of the past can shape the the fortune of the future so it's a history textbook is that what you're telling me <laughs> yeah, in a way. <laughs> it's just like it's like the next level statistics. It's where statistics have gone beyond just descriptive and they are now basically giving you information on the future. <laughs> you've God, got a this, is, algorithm this is the fantasy going. world. Jeez. You've got the fantasy version of predictive algorithm. Oh my um, god. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's uh, that's your morning, basically, is like <laughs> stressing about the eggs and math. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun morning. Um, what a morning. Your card, your card is ready to go. The gnome man, uh, the stable hand that you spoke to uh, the previous day, uh, brings the horse back out again. Uh, yes, yes, it's been fed and watered, and uh, as promised, I've affixed a saddlebag and uh, a nosebag to the side of the cart, so next time you uh, have to wander off, the, the horse can still get food. Um, oh, thank you very much, good sir. You're going to need to make sure it has access to water. Um, it's... She, she, she's she's uh, she's looking much better now today, but um, 
I can't promise that she'll be fighting fit if, uh, if you don't feed and water her. In fact, I can promise that she won't be if you don't feed and water her properly. We will make sure that we uh, stay on top of it this time. She's a, she's a living creature. <laughs> oh no. <it's> <laughs> we, we, we understand, good sir. We won't let you down. Very good. All right. <laughs> and then he wanders back off to go check on the other horses. Um, your cart is there. Again, the arrows still have not been removed, uh, the ones that were on this cart when you procured it. Um, it's all about style. You may... It is. It's all about style. Uh, you may load up and head on out if you so desire. Unless there's anything else you guys wanted to do in Green Nest, we'll start the journey onwards. Onwards and upwards. I think yeah, onwards. Fantastic. Uh, what I will do is I will quickly put up a little map of the surrounding area so that you guys can see. Here we are. So we should be able to... Alright, yeah, cool. I can see Oxford and the Palin. Palin? There we go. Yeah, so Palin is the capital city. I just thought I'd quickly bring up a little world map uh, for the viewers uh, as you guys move along. So our heroes are currently located in Green Nest. Um, they have come from the merchant city of Oxenfurt to the northwest. And the capital city um, is off to the side here, Palin. Uh, it's just off the map on um, on the stream screen. Um, but yeah, that's what you guys can see. Oh, I uh, see Green Nest. Hmm. Yeah, it's annoying. Um, Roll20 is not designed for this, what I'm trying to make it do, but that's okay. <laughs> so yeah, I'll leave that map open for the moment. Uh, yeah, so you guys, that's you can sort of vaguely see where you need to go from Green Nest. Um, yeah, was there anything else you wanted to do in Green Nest, or are you ready to head on back to Oxenfurt? Yeah, uh, Emmerich's all good. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Good to have he'll, he'll jump on the cart and just sort of park himself just in the, um, just on the one of the seats in the cart. Fantastic. Alrighty. Now, Azua, you are the only one who can drive the cart, so I'm assuming you're up the front driving the cart. Yep, that's me. <laughs> yes, and uh, Leosin will come and join you up the front for this leg of the journey. Um, Mira, Wiltix, and Emmerich, you can be inside the, excuse me, inside the cart or on top of the cart, wherever you choose to be. As you guys begin to head out through the streets, I'll uh, take some... my normal position and uh... just on top of the cart there, uh, Wiltix. It's like the little lookout. Yeah, exactly right. Literally a little lookout. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, here we go. Oh, I actually found a way to get the map looking a bit better on the stream. Nice. Okay, well, that's a little bit easier to see. Um, oh, there we go. Beautiful. So now we can see the map on the stream perfectly. Um, yeah, as you guys begin to head out through the streets of Green Nest, um, you can see people just the villagers the people who live there the guards all begin to emerge from houses from uh, businesses from taverns and it starts off very quiet as you guys begin to leave and then someone starts a clap and a cheer and very quickly it's picked up as all around you a wave of noise begins to rise people cheering people clapping people applauding, calling out the name of the Tempest Guild. And as you pass through the outskirts of town and, and happen to glance back, you can see Governor Nighthill 
standing at the gate on top of the uh, on top of the gatehouse with a number of guards, just giving you a wave as you begin to head out, and a very knowing smile crosses his face as you begin to leave. As you crest over the top of the hill, the sound of the applause and cheering dying behind you, each of you feels a warmth within you that you have done something good here, that you have made a difference, that without you, something very, very different would have occurred in the lives of these people. And some of them might not even be there today if you had not come and chosen the paths, the paths that you did. And your journey to Oxenfurt begins. Your journey is uneventful. You spend a couple of days traveling through the wilderness along the main road before coming to the settlement of Willwatch, a settlement you pass through on the way here. Very brief stop off just to gather more supplies and then you continue onwards, passing through open plains and farmlands, rich forests, uh, sort of a temperate forest, uh, and then back onto the grassy fields that line the area just to the south of Oxenfurt. And after a few days of very uneventful, very quiet, calm, contemplative travel, once again on the horizon you can hear the sound of the ocean and see the waves cresting against the coastline. And the merchant city of Oxenfurt lies before you. Skyships descending from the heavens and rising from the vast uh, skyport located uh, up on top of the hill. And you can see a number of ships coming and going from the large open port towards the west. Your home. Or at least the home that you have chosen for yourselves. Passing through the main gates, the familiar sounds and smells of Oxenfurt arise again. Open sewerage, mixed with hot spices, freshly baked oh. bread. Ew. A fun mixture of a metropolitan, uh, metropolitan city, of a rich metropolis. As you pass through the busy streets, you get a number of looks, your cart drawing attention to itself, as well as the occupants. Um, two humanoids at the front don't draw much attention, but the scarred gnome sitting on top and the sorcerer, uh, the draconic sorcerer inside, do draw a couple of glances, the arrows catching the most attention. Uh, while you guys are passing through the city, is there anything that your characters would be doing? Is there anything that you'd uh, want to be looking out for or just sort of any... Give me an idea. Like, what, what would you guys be up to? Hmm. Uh, just to clarify, are we all from Oxenfurt? So we have all been here before? Yeah, so all of you, you, you yeah. might not remember, back in episode one, um, we, we started the off first, Oxen, Yeah, Oxen, the yeah. first 20 minutes of episode one was uh, was in Oxenfurt. However, oh, not was really too. much of That's the city. Right, yeah, not much of the city, mostly just the Adventurers Guild. We, you guys didn't spend much time in the city. You pretty much set off straight away on your journey. Um, yeah, so... Um, Azua, you've been in Oxenfurt for most likely um, a year or two, maybe three tops. You've only been in, in, uh, in Nostea uh, for only about four or five. So probably in yeah. the last sort of one to two, maybe three years you've been in Oxenfurt. Um, Nira, I believe you have been in Oxenfurt for a couple of years. Since, ever, ever Taylor, since. But yeah, after changing. Yeah, so then you've only probably been in Oxenfurt since, yeah, probably since you guys started the guild, so maybe only yeah. then a year a year at best. Um, Wiltix, uh, you, you've been here as long as you want to be here because you're 
your timeline is uh, is so easily fitted into the others. You can be here as long as you want to be. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, I, I've just been traveling around. I, I suppose I wouldn't be yeah. there much longer than what the guild would be itself. So yeah. So you're in Silver Boat to Mirror then, um, mm. and Emmerich, you've probably been to Oxenford a number of times uh, with the Mercenary Company. Um, mm. It's it's a major port port city, the the major port city on uh, on Oshia, apart from Palin. So yeah, you you've spent a bit of time here. Uh, in terms of how long you've been living here, probably the same as the guilds. Then just as long as the guilds been alive, they're probably like, I think I'd come maybe like let's say like a couple months before the formation of the guild, because I think I came to Oxenford. I think Emric came to Oxenford looking for an adventuring guild to join. So he probably would have come maybe a few months in advance. But yeah. He hasn't really been... He's visited it, but not lived in it. So this is his yeah. first time, really. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so, yeah, you, you guys head on through the busy streets. Now, were you planning on heading back to the guild first, or did you want to go check out your new digs? I wouldn't mind checking out the manor. I don't know what else yeah. was like. I feel yeah, like we're going to check out the new digs. Check out the manor. Yeah, Alrighty. In that case... I will take you guys across to a map. Ooh! Tempest! Is that your cry? Did we even ask this guy why he doesn't live here? No one asked him. It's more that he... No, he mentioned that he just doesn't come here often. Yeah, I, I think it was a family, a family estate that he hasn't, hasn't lived in for some time, um, and that he only ever really visited on occasion. Holy shit. <laughs> oh. This week from Cribs. <laughs> hey, this is MTV Cribs. Welcome to our crib, guys. There we go. Just Hello. Get sizes right. Here we go. Are we you're, on the water? On... Oh, you guys are located on the water. Yeah. Oh my water god. Awesome. Love it. Oh yeah. This is this is no joke. Um, no, it's not. Let, let me close this. Here we go. Here's our lovely map. Library. <laughs> yeah, you, can have you haven't seen it yet. Hang on, let me get there. You can already um, sniff the. the books no, this is Claire talking, sniff not Mira. This is Claire. <laughs> can sniff the, books, sniff the books. The, the sound of the the smell of the dust wafting from the books has just sort of entered her nostrils from the front. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> sure, why not? Um, yeah, as you guys. Uh, head down the busy streets and are now entering into the uh, the craftsman's borough which is sort of the main thoroughfare where um, or the main district I should say where um, you know that the um, the guild is located the uh, the adventurers guild hall as well as the night hall which is uh, the manor house that you've been you've been gifted um, very quickly you begin to recognize the streets you've been along these streets many many times this is this is the way that you would take to and from the adventurers guild and you can actually see it the the adventurers guild hall up on a small rise the beautiful green and blue tabard um, with the embroidered a and g in gold uh, stretched across it but Mira leads you uh, sort of leaning out the cart pointing to azure and guiding him on where he should be going Mira leads you down uh, a small side street then opens up to a waterfront um, uh, avenue uh, along a canal that seems to branch off the main uh, the main river and nestled between two quite fine estates is quite a large tract of land and a large manor house this very distinctive dark gray stone mixed with this beautiful red oak um, timber the, Easily, you can tell from the uh, from the moment you spot it, it is two stories um, and possibly even a basement layer, uh, and it seems to border onto the waterfront. You can see it borders onto the uh, borders onto the river, uh, onto this small canal. 
a large wrought iron gate uh, stands protecting the oh. entrance so with cool. the words Love. the night hall stretched in silver across the top the silver has begun to tarnish as has the iron rust and decay stretching across the surface only the beginnings of despite being clearly old and not very well looked after you can tell this place was built to last and uh, mirror the key that you've been given by governor night hill uh, you used to unlock the gate you bring the cart up towards the front and park the cart you can see there's actually a small area uh, off towards the south I'll just flag it. Yes, thank you. Uh, where the blacksmith's is. Just down alongside there is an area to stable a horse. No area to store the cart, unfortunately. It is going to be out in the open. But there is an area to stable a horse. Um, take him around? Or whoever's driving the sewer? Yeah, I can take it around. Wonderful. I give you guys free reign of your new guild. What would you all be doing? Starting um... with Mira. <laughs> because <laughs> I uh, think we know what Mira wants to do <laughs> and Mira also has the key so it makes sense that Mira goes first to unlock well I guess once the horse is stabled I would probably you know she's just thinking about those eggs so I think that as the, the horse was stabled she would open the door and see if she can find any safe hiding place in the house like a basement yeah, as as or an you... attic or something yeah, as soon as you open the door, you can see the main hallway in front of you, um, just there, this sort of rich, lavish carpet and stone steps leading up to a layer above, a uh, floor above. Um, you can see uh, a number of uh, rooms down a long, narrow corridor towards the south, a number of doors marking off different rooms. From where you are right now, uh, you can't see any basement heading down, but as you begin to head through the house, uh, about halfway down the long, narrow corridor uh, is a doorway uh, partially ajar and you can see stone steps leading down to a basement level exactly right whoever's pinging that thank you <laughs> awesome um you can also see another door leading down to a small area um set out to be a blacksmith's i will let you know now that the map shows it fully furnished yours is not you do not have an anvil you do not currently have a forge uh, but you do have the trough of water uh, and you do have uh, the storage crates as well. And you can see there is an area uh, of where a forge could be positioned. However, the one that is currently there is inoperable. It has collapsed in on itself uh, and is destroyed. Um, I will let you guys know that right now. <laughs> Any signs forge. of life at all? Like if there have been squatters no. or animals or anything in here? Nothing immediate takes your focus. But would you like to make me a survival check? Or I would actually allow perception or investigation. So survival to look for tracks, perception to look for or listen out for noises, investigation to look for uh, more specific signs. Um, 24 from Azua. Yeah, I'll do, I'll do That's a perception check from Azua. Mm-hmm. Is Andrew ever going to roll a character that doesn't have high perception? Not likely. <laughs> I like seeing things. That's fair. That's fair. I look, I get it, man. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Azua and Mira. So between the two of you, uh, Azua, you're sort of more just casting an eye about, listening out for noises, not sort of looking for anything specific, more just taking it all in. Um, very quickly, you can tell there is a bit of a dusty smell to this place, a dusty, a dusty musk. Um, this place is old and fairly disused. Um, it will require a bit of TLC to get it up to code. 
but um, you think this would be a fine spot for your guild. Uh, you can already see the bare bones of what could be an absolutely fantastic uh, location. No signs immediately jump out to you that anyone or anything has been living here for quite some time. Uh, there are signs that rats have been through this area at some point. Um, there is also signs that a cat has been through this area. Mira and Azua together um, spot paw prints and, uh, and claw marks that would indicate a cat has, has been in here at some point. Um, possibly a stray attempting to control the, the rat problem. Um, but no people have been in here for quite some time. Cool. That's good. Yeah, I, I like to think so. <laughs> Is there a second level? Oh, gosh, I love this. oh yeah, um, there's immediately as you enter, there's stone steps leading up to a second level. Um, however... Uh, the second level map is not 100% ready yet, so we'll have to get to oh. that next time. At the moment, basically all the rooms upstairs are completely bare. Um, as cool. you, If you sort of head up and have a bit of a look around, none of them are furnished at all. Um, you're going to have to be, you're gonna have to furnish these out of your own pocket, you reckon. Mm. Or the cool. guilds. There are, there are certain features that you get as part of your membership to the guild. You remember that uh, as, a, as a rank one guild, as a level one independent guild, uh, it does come with a starter guild hall as well as a, a small business and some some hirelings and some people to work for you. Uh, you already have the guild hall, so maybe you could use the the fact that you've already got your location to help um, help reduce the cost of any upgrades or anything like that. Or maybe you want to get a, a second thing. Maybe uh, might be time to look at getting an airship. Who knows? <laughs> Um, I, I should actually say you, you can't quite get an airship yet. That's only a, it's a level two guild, a rank two guild uh, bonus. Just a heads up. I was just teasing. Tease <laughs> uh, was real. Just dangle it in front of you. Azua, yeah, what would you be doing? So we've had a little bit from Mira. I'm assuming, Mira, you then head to the library. Oh, uh, no, she's going to look in the basement. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Ooh. She will do that. Uh, did yeah. you want to accompany her, Azua? Uh, yeah, why not? Alrighty, so Azua and Mira head down. I, I must say though, the first thing I would probably do is yep. I would take. I think we should organize to bring the dragon eggs in from the cart. Well, and bring them inside. I was just gonna try and find a place for them. AKA before. the basement. Yeah. I'm just worried right, about leaving the cart. Go in, I'll sit with the well, cart if you guys want to go in and have a look. Maybe you might be better place to have a look around things out. I uh, I can stay with them. No, you want to check out the basement? That's fine. I'll stay. I'll stay with the cart. You all go in. Me and Leosin can just chill here. Or we could leave Leosin if you wanted to. <laughs> yeah, we can just yes, leave Leosin. Then we uh, could all go and look through the cart. Yeah, that's the fine. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yep, I'm, that's fine. Alright, cool. We'll head in. Leave Leosin with the cart. Uh, that's right. what NPCs are for, baby. Placeholding. <laughs> So the cart should be down here. There we go. Can I give Leosin a nice, uh, give him a good old uh, thumbs up and a cheeky wink? Oh yeah. He's not an official member of our uh, our guild yet, so uh, you know, anywhere in the world. Do you do you say that? Oh, once we're inside, maybe okay. just a memory. Look at him, he's so sad now. <laughs> Look at him pacing around, poor Leosin. Uh, alrighty, yeah. So, Mira, you're heading down to the basement, down here. Alrighty, Mira, as you head below, it is 
pitch black. There are no torches lit. There is no light coming in below. Um, I'm guessing some dancing lights make an appearance. Yep. Fantastic. Flaming snowballs everywhere. <laughs> yeah, just flaming snowballs around your head. Uh, um, as I've, you have a I've, bit of a look through... I've cast oh, yeah, light on my hand too, so I can nice. uh, use it like yeah. a torch. The two of you together, as you sort of have a bit of a look down below, um, you can see again, yeah, a very bare bones basement. It looks like there were crates of goods here, um, possibly foodstuffs as well. Uh, there are some old bottles of wine that have been set aside, but because this place has been abandoned... Uh, for quite some time it seems to have been any foodstuffs have have sort of long spoilt and then been consumed by the rats who have then been consumed by the cat um there's a few bones scattered around uh the wines may be a bit more salvageable you can see one of the wine wine racks has actually collapsed and shattered a whole bunch of bottles um and a large dark purple stain on the floor sort of indicating the remains of where the wine once was Uh, but there are a couple of bottles that seem to have survived that collapse uh, one or two bottles that you can see there uh, but otherwise, it looks like a, it's a fairly small, cool, dark basement. Um, probably about 60 feet by uh, 40 feet. Given given how big the rest of the house is, a little bit on the smaller side. Wait, did I say 60 feet? Sorry, 30 feet by 20 feet. Sorry. 30 feet by 20 feet. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, I, I know math. Could I, I smell the cat as being down in the basement, or would I just get a musty smell of... Uh... Oh, we'll, we'll come to you, Wiltix. That's a good question. We we will get to that. Don't you worry. That's a very good I'll question. I'll go down to the basement if I do. Otherwise, I'll be walking around. The rest All of right, the then. Do you want to make me a quick uh, quick perception check? And you have advantage because you're using a sense of smell. It's a 15. And then the smell of cat. Five. five. Nice. <laughs> we use the 15. The smell of cat is coming from the north uh, northwest Northwest, so it's not coming from the basement. No, vaguely towards this area around here, towards the northwest, past the main dining room and towards the kitchens. Uh, So, Mira and Azua, yeah, you have a bit of a look around. You think this could be a pretty good spot to store the the dragon eggs? It'd definitely be cool down here, quiet, dark. Um, Not many great hiding places per se at the moment, because it is pretty empty, but... Yeah. Cool. Uh, Mira, what do you think? Is this a... A good spot to store the eggs. It'll have to do, I suppose. I mean, we could always light a fire down here. It would come uh, quite quite warm if we left a a brazier consistently going. I think we might need some sort of chimney. I'm sure we could work that out somehow. Can... Can uh, Mira think this? Maybe I don't know. Can Mira yeah. try and work out because she because the river's right there. Yes. Could she work out in the basement if there might be some stone that would be amenable to say forming a tunnel to the river, a secret tunnel, or secret tunnel? Yeah. Um. <laughs> It is mandatory to sing Secret Tunnel every time someone describes a Secret Tunnel. Yes. Um, okay, yeah, make me. I mean, if you're a dwarf, you'd have advantage yeah, on this no, because yeah, of your... <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead and make me a, an investigation. Yeah, I'd say it's an investigation check more than anything else because you're looking specific. Yeah, investigation check. Six. Um, as you look at the stone, you think that any attempt to try and enlarge this basement 
Um, would be possible. It's, it's not that hard to carve stone if you've got the right tools and equipment. Um, your concern is that perhaps because this is below the waterline, maybe prone to flooding. And that's what you think. Maybe we'll Alrighty. discuss it with the others as well. Let's go. Yes, that sounds like a good plan. Okay. Alrighty, let's jump over to Wiltix. What are you doing, buddy? You're heading straight to the kitchens, it looks like. Oh, uh, straight to the kitchens. I'm. Uh, I've gone inside. I, they, they've said that they thought there was a cat around, so uh, yep. I'm going to go find the uh, the manor animal. <laughs> as soon as you the enter the uh, the manimal. Oh my god, the manimal. Um, <laughs> I am a manimal. Uh, as you open the kitchen door, the sort of a loud creaking, you hear scampering of claws, and uh, on top of the table, looking round, startled, is a very old, very weathered, very battered-looking tomcat. Um, part of the ear is missing on the left-hand side. A few patches of fur. Uh, very graying muzzle, very graying sort of face and muzzle and, uh, and chest. Um, and as it clocks you, this low hiss begins deep within its throat. This as you sort of enter um over to you Simon <laughs> oh well I mean we're entering his home he didn't hand over the deeds the uh the other bloke did so um I'm gonna walk in and uh to do my best uh what is it Owen Grady from uh the new Jurassic <laughs> World movies and try to uh tame the cat um let it know that it's my my, my friend so uh mm. you know go up not too close, but uh, yep. close enough, and uh, you know, say hello, kitty. And uh, I mean, I'm trying to get like an animal handling, trying to see. It's, uh, yes, absolutely. Reactive. This is an animal well, handling. He's doing some animal handling. Hey, he's, he's going to handle the animal. Handle yes, the animal. This is definitely. Oh, oh no! Good oh. try, Crocodile Dundee. Yeah, Crocodile so, yeah, Dundee. I mean, you're wise. up to this point. <laughs> up to this point, your experience has mainly been with. Probably more dogs. Um, for some reason, you can't quite identify. Cats don't seem to like you very much. Um, and generally, when you enter an area, cats normally leave pretty quickly. And it's something that's been on your mind for a, for a bit of time now. There's this sort of understanding that cats don't really want to be in the same room as you. Um, but you're, I mean, you're persistent, you're optimistic. You think, look, this is the time. I'm, I'm blocking the only exit that I can see that's open, <laughs> this door here. Yeah. Let's give it a go. Um, and you approach it much like a dog. You walk forwards, your hands out, like ready to let it have a sniff. Um, mm -hmm. Being slow and careful, but you're sort of more thinking like, here we go, like, great. Sniff my hand, give you a pat, we're best friends. Uh, as soon as your hand gets close to the cat, it takes a swipe at you. Does a 13 hit you? Probably not, hey? No, it doesn't. You uh, are able to sort of twist your arm away at the last second, your quick reflexes pulling your hand back before the cat can get a swipe at you. Um, you hear this low yowl, this as it looks at you and ha heckles on the back of its neck raise. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm impersonating everything you encounter. I've been practicing. Um, as, the, as the heckles sort of rise on the back of its neck in this sort of, this, yeah, very angry, very feisty cat is now eyeing you off, Wiltix. Uh, can I have you please roll me some initiative? What? <laughs> This is awesome. This is. I just, uh, I just need to know about the timing of some things. Welcome to the last part where we have amazing encounters and combats with the cats. 
domestic cats now i should probably put a cat down on the uh, on the screen for you and we should probably load up some uh, some more appropriate battle music music <laughs> oh, uh, love it. here we go this is intense Oh, but I'd like to treat like a Pokemon Safari. Can I throw bait, or is it just like... <laughs> hey, it's, it's do you have a... whatever you like. Well, that's yeah, what I was going to say. I want to try and give him some rations if I have some on me. Sure, oh, we would. Awesome. I'm, I'm pleased you're an initiative, then. That's perfect. Ooh. Excellent. How's this cat icon? Oh, first. fantastic. Throw a Pokemon at yeah, it. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, I will roll the cat. Um, a cat has a challenge rating of zero, just so you guys know. <laughs> Let's roll oh. initiative. Oh, yeah, this is good. I like Pinkle this music. Takes gonna, um... <laughs> Cat's only a four, oh, everybody. <laughs> um... <laughs> the cat. Here we go. How big's the cat, by the way? It's a cat. It's a cat-sized cat. <laughs> normal cat size. It's, right? it's a normal cat. cat. It's a normal cat. Yep. <laughs> so to you, it's actually uh, like a large dog. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Wiltix, you're up first. What would you like to do, buddy? Oh, as I said, I'm trying to be friends with it, so I'm gonna, you know, he takes out his bag with me. Crossbow yep. shoots it. <laughs> Jesus. I do not stand for no, animal um... abuse. I'm gonna give this thing, uh, it's gonna have god powers. It's gonna come back as Bast, the god of cats, if you if you start oh that kidding. Carry on. There's gonna be a, 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 a rival guild forming with uh, Callum from Green Rest and oh, the cat from the no. manor. It'll be just. Um, no, I, I'm gonna reach through my pack and I'm gonna throw him a, a little bit of a ration. You may make me another animal handling check. This will be worse. You watch. Oh, Matt, twenty. Oh, oh shit. One. So. Twenty-one. So. Huh. As, as you look at this cat, you can see that it has been poorly fed. Um, it's had a pretty rough life on the streets. Your rations that you throw it. I mean, w w w in your ration pack, you'd probably have some some salted pork. You'd have some some cured meats. Um, but you just happen to have had in your pack a little bit of salmon. Really nicely smoked, beautifully Ooh, yeah. preserved, really good quality salmon. That you're not even sure where you picked this up from, but it, somehow, as you reached in, that's just what your fingers closed around. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, we'll have to drop back to more fun music because I think we're out of the. Yeah. Look, I don't think this is ever going to be a combat. And then once I lull the cat into uh, some sense of security, I hit it. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do my blood right. <laughs> yeah, I've, uh, I've just contacted the, yeah. just contacted the RSPCA. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it just so happens that what you pull out is some prime smoked salmon, and you chuck it at the floor, and you immediately get down low um, and start sort of sh showing yourself to be a little bit less threatening. Um, the cat pauses mid yowl, sniffs the air. And then begins edging closer to the salmon. Looking at you the whole time, eyes never darting from you. Before taking a little mouthful and darting away towards the back corner. Chewing the mouthful. Uh, what do you do, Biltex? We'll sort of stay in rough initiative, I don't know. Sorry, I didn't mean to close it. Um, no, no, that's alright. Look, I, I'd let him finish eating the bit that he's eating. But I'd uh, probably come up a little bit closer and see if I can hold some and get him to eat it as well. Absolutely. Um... You, you feel free to move yourself forward uh, as you as you begin to move forwards towards this sort of old ragged cat. Again, the heckles begin to rise, but sniffing the air again, and that now the taste of the salmon is in its mouth. It 
lowers, ears come back up again, nose sniffing curiously, and you see the pupils, which were previously sort of slits glaring at you, relax. And the cat moves forward and takes a little bit of salmon from your hand, and a little bit more, and a little bit more, until the salmon that you've offered is all gone. The cat sniffs your hand, and then starts moving between your legs, rubbing its face up against your boots. Hey, I've got a cat friend. Hey. We are now out of initiative. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, is there anything else in this room, by the way? Yeah, I as mean, you look into the kitchen. Empty or? No, the kitchen's actually quite well, um, quite well made. It, it, the large sort of stove and, eye, uh, and fireplace um, towards the, the west of the room uh, has a number of pots and pans hanging above it that look to be uh, really nice cast iron. Um, and as you sort of, sort of cast your eye across them, you can see that they don't seem to be too rushed or tar- uh, rusted or tarnished. I just combined tarnished and rusted in my brain to create rushed. Uh, they're not too tarnished or, ru- or rusted. I'm still doing it. Um, uh, the the um, table uh, with a number of knives sort of stabbed into the surface of it. Uh, the knives look to be fairly blunt and probably will need a bit of, bit of love and care to bring them back. Um, and you can see that the room uh, just to the north of you seems to be some sort of storage room. Uh, and as you open the door and look in, you can see a number of barrels, um, some sacks of flour, a uh, barrel of salt, things like that. You suspect the salt is probably still okay. The flour, your woven senses are telling you has probably been infested with the... Um, little uh, little bugs i'm trying to remember what they're called but if anyone yep. uh, has had thank you weevils yes evil weevils weevil can... um, okay well at least but, I don't, yeah. so we've got a working kitchen just no you've got uh, a working kitchen yeah beautiful awesome all right well um i might see if the with the cat let me pick it up well you got a nat 20 so yes <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. as you I mean the promise of food your hand's still smelling fairly fishy the cat is reluctant to be picked up but if you insist it will allow this oh, Claude is only insist, digging bro. in I'm going to try and get it to oh, come yeah? with me so he can show me through the house <laughs> yeah I mean as you sort of go to walk away the cat doesn't seem to want to wander too far from you I mean you've just fed it the first bit of food it's had in quite some time you think looking at the ribs poking out through the, the very sallow um, loose skin uh, it seems to be wanting wanting to stay pretty close to you, especially because your hands smell so fishy. This smoked salmon's quite a quite a pungent smell, and the cat does seem to want to hang around you in case there might be any more for it. Um, so it will follow you around for the moment. Emric, what are you doing while all this is going on? I can see you eagerly waiting there in the main hall. Um, well, with all this uh, transpiring, everyone's exploring the manor and stuff. I think Emric will do pretty much the same thing, but he's got he's got that sort of. Um, child mentality where he's looking for the biggest room in the house that he's going to call his own okay <laughs> fantastic um i mean the dining hall is pretty large okay uh, like, as you wonder it within, i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm not yeah probably look upstairs though. i know it obviously yeah. doesn't have a map but we can do it theater of the mind i'm sure no that's perfect because it is actually definitely one of the upstairs rooms would be the biggest um they're fairly similar in size, but there is one clear master bedroom um, with a walk-in wardrobe as well and um, a very old, dusty, uh, broken bed with a straw mattress that has um, taken a bit of weather damage. It looks like one of the windows uh, was shattered or cracked or, or damaged maybe by a storm, maybe by... You're not sure, but some water has gotten into this room and the bed is... Uh, it's pretty gross at this point, shall we say. Oh, that's fine. He's gonna plonk down his uh, like backpack down that area, 
Mm-hmm. He's gonna hold on. Let's see if he has it. No. Okay. He doesn't. He doesn't have anything to write with in his inventory. He's gonna go downstairs and, and find Mira. And he's um. <clears throat> Ah, uh, Mira, can I uh, talk to you for a quick sec? Oh, yes. yes uh, could I could I borrow some uh, parchment and a pen or a quill? I guess it would be. Yes. Oh, Should thanks. Around? Yeah. What's, are you are you writing? What is... Yeah, yeah. I'm just writing something quickly, and then I'll literally just say, "Emric's room, do not enter." <laughs> <laughs> I'll then take the parchment. I'll like give her back the quill, and I'll yeah. run upstairs. Oh my hey. god! And wait, then, wait, wait, wait! And, and then and Mira will try and get like. the second best room. <laughs> so I'm gonna nice. run upstairs. I'm gonna then get my um. Oh, I don't have a hammer anymore because it got broke. So <laughs> I'm gonna. Uh, what have I got? I got the crowbar. Yeah, crowbar could work. Crowbar, and I'm just trying to see what else I have. I don't really have nails, I think. Oh, I have a stake. I don't know if that could do something. I'm going to try and stake this uh, parchment to the door. Okay. Do you <laughs> want to make me a... Do you want to make me a sleight of hand or oh, wooden? Okay, you know that's going to be a, a, a acrobat. No, sorry, an athletics check in the in that case. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. Oh no, okay, so you actually managed to do a pretty good job because one of the things I was going to be interested in is is the parchment just going to be torn in half by this stake. Um, (laughs) Combination of crowbar and uh, and wooden stake, you are able to affix this sign crudely to the door. Yeah, Um, crudely to the door. The the stake doesn't go into the wood, it goes in between a gap between two planks of wood that make up the door and starts splitting them apart. Uh, And you can see the door is starting to groan a little bit as you begin to damage the very finely crafted wooden door by hammering a stake through two of its wooden wooden planks. I'll relax off it, but just make sure that it's still in place, and then I'll leave it. As long as as everyone can see that it's my room. (laughs) That's all you care about. Alrighty. Mira, I believe you shouted out. I'm getting a room as well. Uh, It's It's at this point that we'll take... This is like you're the father and we're the siblings. Yeah, it's at this point that Wiltix and uh, and Tomboy, the cat, uh, spoilers, that's his name, um, Wiltix and Tomboy begin sort of emerging out from the kitchen. You see Emmerich and Mira sprinting upstairs, or you hear this like, and then as they reach the top of the stairs, you hear Mira calling out like, no, 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 I shotguns in the second best room. Um, <laughs> Mira, as you run upstairs, you can see, are you looking? Yeah, actually, yeah, tell me what you're looking for in terms of a room. Tell me what you're after. Are you looking for something water-facing? Are you looking for water-facing. something quiet? Water-facing, water-facing yeah, okay. with, a, with a fireplace, ideally. Oh, so all the rooms <laughs> have a fireplace. Definitely, okay. definitely all the rooms have a fireplace. Oh, fuck um, yes. There are two water-facing rooms. Um, Emmerich is not water-facing in the master bedroom. That's over towards the west. Uh, the two eastern rooms are exactly the same. They're copies of each other on either side of the upper floor. Um, yeah, there are, two, there are two water-facing rooms. It's up to you which one you'd like. Oh, they're going to be pretty the similar. Left or right? What colour is she on the right? Could I ask Tomboy where he sleeps? Would he understand? Uh, <laughs> Where's your bed? Magic cat. <laughs> is it up uh, here? You, how, how do you ask him? Like that—that that sounds really interesting. Tell me how you ask him. Well, I mean, you know, you just said that I, I haven't had many interactions with cats, and uh, if I said to the cat, maybe, oh, Tom, Tom, Tomboy, bed, bed. Where's your bed? He sort of gives you a look, a bit confused. Um, 
and then sort of moves up towards you and starts rubbing his face against your legs again. Uh, you suspect he's probably asking for food. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Well, uh, I was hoping that his bedroom was actually the master bedroom. I could steal it from uh, Emric and claim that it was the cat's already. But uh, no, no. Mira, <laughs> nice. you're up here first. You can choose left or right. To the right. Alrighty, you claim the room to the right. Um, Wiltix, yeah, you head upstairs. You can see that the literally the four rooms that are upstairs, only one of them slightly bigger, the others are all exactly the same. There is one water-facing and one not water-facing left. It's up to you which one you want. Uh, the one that's not water-facing, what does it see out the window? Uh, it's out looking towards the north. So you can see the front gate and uh, the pathway leading up towards the manor. And you can see Oxenfurt um, in front of you, the, the busy street. Wait, where's, uh, where's Wilkins' room? Is that next to mine? Uh, yes. So uh, our room's looking out towards Oxenfurt then? Exactly. Yeah, it's cool. Do we have a balcony? Yeah. Uh, let me quickly have a look. I don't... Uh, no, there are no, there is a balcony, but it's not connected to either of the rooms. It's separate. All good. I don't know. Like, I'm not too fussed about the, the view. Emmerich wants the room. Well, I, I like having the view of the street. At least that way I can see if, you know, someone's coming and uh, it's someone I want to avoid. Yeah. Make it near answer the door. Uh, Azua, you have headed into the tower. <coughs> Fantastic. Yes. Uh, as you enter into the tower, the wall uh, along here, so it's, it's a circular room uh, that mm -hmm. rises up. It's not a super tall tower. It's only as tall as the top level, but it is a, it's a lovely circular room. Uh, along the eastern wall is a curved bookshelf that takes up the entire wall. A number of windows make sort of breaks in the bookshelves, but you can see uh, hundreds of books on these shelves uh, spanning a number of different topics. There's some history books. There are some geography books. There are a couple of books that look to be theorems or... Um, attempts at, uh, at decoding or understanding different forms of magic uh, and then you can see a staircase leading up towards a study on the on the level above and as you oh, uh. sort of walk up the stairs and head towards the study you can see there's a, a nice study table there's a bed uh, position next to it looks like this is sort of a sleep-in study that um, one of his one of night hill governor night hill uh, night hill's ancestors uh, clearly had a preference to which room they would stay in and, and set up this room to be a location where they could stay and, and avoid having to leave as much as possible. Oh, I like to sound of that. <laughs> nice. Can I claim the library as my room? <laughs> That's up to you. We're, we're playing uh, we're playing Dungeons and Dragons. It's, it's completely up to you what you'd like to do. You tell me. Well, I'm, th I'm thinking the fact that Leosin, Leosin would like to be part of the guild in a, um, I suppose, uh, assisting role. And so I, I think this could probably be his room. There is another uh, room uh, down towards the south. There's actually two more rooms down towards the south that you can see on the ground floor. It's up to oh, you. Yeah. you can claim it if you like. Spot for us all. No, I, I think it's not better to claim the library as a, as a room. I think we keep it as a communal a communal space. As but I, I just like... <laughs> huh? Keep it as an actual library? Yeah, keep it as a, I was imagining keeping it as a library, but I, I kind of just love the idea of the, the circle room. It, it resonates cool. with me. It is cool. Oh. Nice. Now, maybe, we... maybe you can convert the tower, <laughs> the, the upstairs part, into like a third level tower. Yeah, that's yes. definitely an option. A roof, a rooftop tower. Yeah, a rooftop for your meditating. Yes. 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 Tower yep. top meditation. Like a little yeah. garden up there. 
amazing. Oh, well, it's oh, funny oh. you mention that because uh, on the top floor there is an outdoor garden with a, uh, a statue. Um, oh, there you go. But so. I am, I'm going to pause really quickly the Dungeons and Dragons there because I have a special treat for everybody. Um, oh, okay. Two days ago, oh. two days ago, uh, my partner Alice and I picked up a new family member. Um, this is Lumi. This is our new... Hey, little bubba. This is our new little puppy. Oh, I can hear its little the, bell. The smallest member of uh, of the Lost Archives. Aww. But oh, the most lost member. Oh, oh, the most oh, and, definitely the most, and definitely the most cutest member. She, oh, yeah, look, I can't even compete with that. She, she's oh. a little bit sleepy. She's uh, she's had a very big day today. Um, her favorite place to sleep is, of course, up on my neck um, oh. during the evenings. <laughs> oh she's my just, god, she's so cute. Uh, yeah, she, yeah. Um, oh, so, I want a puppy. So fluffy. So uh, every subscriber, uh, every new subscriber we get over the next five weeks, every time we get a new subscriber, Lumi comes back on stream, just so that you guys know. <laughs> cool. So subscribe to get more of this. Fantastic. Subscribe to get more puppy. She is she is actually the most beautiful creature in the whole world, though. Um, yeah. I, 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 she makes my heart melt. Um, look at your little face. All right, we should probably play some d and I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm going to give you back to mum. Thank you so much. Goodbye, little papa. Aww. Oh, wow, she's so she sleepy. She's asleep. Is she asleep? <laughs> nah, she's just a very sleepy pup. So, um, fun fun puppy fact. Uh, because they're growing so rapidly and they've got to do the equivalent of, like, nine years worth of growing that humans do, they've got to knock it out in a couple of months. Um, they spend a lot of time sleeping and they basically alternate between one or two hours a day of just insane energy where they have, like, 20 billion kilojoules of energy to burn all at once and then 20 hours of sleeping and then two hours of eating and pooping um that's a puppy's life basically <laughs> uh, what a life <clears throat> it's not too bad hey is it um oh. so she she's she has learned to fetch in the two days we've had her uh so clearly she's a genius dog um and we are uh, we're very very happy <laughs> um so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and teach her some D D tricks with uh, with the minis and so when we get back hopefully she can be <laughs> the big bad boss at the end of the end of the campaign oh my god <laughs> just a little just a little nice break from D D to have some wholesome puppy fun um <laughs> all righty so we'll, we'll jump back into D D. i'm sorry i just I'm, I'm so proud of her and how beautiful she is and i just want to show her off because um, you guys have all seen lucy my labradoodle before so i mean it's dungeons and doggos from now on dungeons and doggos i like the sound of that we should actually do all right that's going to be a one shot we do dungeons and doggos um so at this point, yeah, uh, Azua, as you head back down uh, through the, the stairs of the library tower, um, you hear a voice calling out from the front. Um, guys? Uh, hello? Am I still still guarding the cart, or...? <laughs> I don't want to leave it because, um, well, no reason. Um, just, uh... Ah, <laughs> oh, sorry, my friend. We, uh... Brother, we got excited. Oh, um, uh, uh, did you find a place for the, uh, the, um, the, the ah, eggs? Ah, yes, I think, I, I, I think so. I think, uh, if, uh, we start loading them inside, once the, the others come down from choosing their, uh, their rooms, uh, I think we have a good space. Oh, uh, are we, are we choosing rooms? Um, uh, I've already I... had you, you, uh, there, there is definitely a room for you. You can oh, either have fantastic. the top floor to the west out looking to the sea or you can have the bottom Ooh. floor on the east looking out to the sea 
I mean, I get a seafront view regardless. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. That's fantastic. I can do my uh, morning meditation as the sun rises over the east. That's uh, that's perfect. Why don't you take the top room? Uh, fantastic. And you, you happy with the bottom one? Yes, that's fine. This room looks amazing. Done. Um, should we go fetch the others to bring the eggs in? Hey! Hey, guys, come give us a hand! <laughs> I, um, you see Emric pop, pop his head out of one of the windows in his room because it's overlooking the, um, <laughs> the front gate and, the, uh, and looking at Oxenford, so he'll pop out and he'll just look down at you and go, What? What do you want? Come give, come give us a hand, you... H a hand with what, mate? <laughs> As I do a little cheeky wink. <laughs> Bring uh, my big ego in. Alright, so nice. Emrick will, um, will make his way Sussing. down then, and he'll sort of um, call out to Mir and uh, Wiltix as well, like, Come on guys, let's go, come on, let's give him a hand, come on, get your butts up. Fantastic. I will say that with all of you working together, um, you are able to bring the eggs in and move them downstairs. Are we able How... to move them in discreetly? Uh, with all of you working together, there are five of you on this Uh the answer is yes. Um, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. Um, you you guys are able to. I mean, that you're a little bit back away from the main the main gates. Um, if you have someone looking out to try and see if there's anyone coming in, I mean, I'm pretty sure Azua's passive perception is 16, so he is going to spot anything obvious <laughs> of people approaching. Um, and especially if you use this sort of side gate down towards the south that passes through the old blacksmith's forge and then up through the gates there, uh, you're pretty confident you're going to be able to get these things in without too much trouble. Uh, the question I have though is how are you storing them? Because yes. two of them fit in the chest, but one of them does not. Um, can I go get one of the barrels, the empty ones that was inside the storage thing in the kitchen? Yes, and, absolutely. Uh, put in there? Yeah, 100%. You can, you can put the egg in the barrel? Absolutely. Um, what roll the barrel down the halls. <laughs> what colour was the egg? What was that, sorry? What colour is the egg? Uh, so yeah, the eggs. It's uh, you, you. Someone's already rolled for this previously, and they had a bit oh. more trouble. But in the dark cave, it's a little bit different now. You're in a well lit area. Would you like to make me uh, an investigation or a perception check? It's your choice. Uh, I'll make an investigation check. Why not? So you probably remember Mira ten. You probably remember Mira saying last time that the color of the egg doesn't necessarily correlate to the color of the dragon per se. Um, the eggs often go through color changes as they develop anyway, um, but predominantly as they get close to hatching they take on the colors that the the dragon will be mostly most likely to be to be demonstrating but mira would probably remember there have been exceptions um and what color yeah, is so the yeah so the eggs are three different colors there is one that is a rich purple maroon there is one that is a sort of a darker gray black color uh, and there is another one which is a sort of a bluey green verdigris copper color. And which one? I was going to just say because uh, I was going to put it in the the barrel and dump the uh, the flour around it to hide it inside the barrel as well. So uh, <laughs> nice. I was hoping for a white egg, but uh, sorry, just go the the one that's not inside the um, the treasure chest, I suppose. So the the um, dark gray black, yeah, yeah, that one perfect you put it in you pile flour around it put it in the barrel dust your hands off job well done brush some weevils from your hair job well done yeah. um 
Fantastic. Did anyone have anything else to add to the, the dragon eggs, how they're storing them? Are you guys happy with that? Well, so for now, just keep them in the chest and the, um, and in the barrel. Yep. And it's pretty cool down in the cellar. Um, it's nice and cool. Yes, they're not going to keep hatching or anything like that while they're in there. They're just going to sit there dormant for the meantime, I suppose. We'll do that for now. We'll, we'll do that for now. We can um, think up and we can think up more, more methods, I guess, for later on when we do decide well, to start. As we put the eggs away and tidy up our hands and dust off the weevils, Mira will kind of look at everyone and say, "Well, now that we're all here, what do we want to do with these?" Maybe we should have this conversation inside, Mira. Absolutely. I thought we were in the basement. We're we're in the the basement. You guys now. are in the basement. You're in the basement. Okay. Yeah. Is that <laughs> the basement? Below the forge or anything, or is the what? Sorry, like what? What area? Like what rooms does the basement sit underneath? Directly underneath the dining hall. Directly underneath the dining hall, which, which has is a, a stone floor. Yes. Do you reckon the basement's around the same size as the dining hall? It is actually almost exactly the same size. How so... convenient is that? Oh. <laughs> is it just one big room? There's no like. Yeah. Okay. Um, we could. We, uh, that's what I was saying before. If, if is there a fireplace in the basement? No, but I was wondering. Oh, I'm assuming the window is there. Like we don't know. <laughs> There's no fireplace in the basement. Okay. Would we it like to, be storage to uh, only. do a makeshift one and uh, knock the chimney up and join it with the the one in the main hall, so it's not as suspicious? I think we could do that as an altercation. Uh, not altercation. Alteration. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah, it might no, be an altercation. You don't know. It might be an altercation. <laughs> we could put a. I don't uh, want a chimney. <laughs> build, build a chimney in the basement. At ground level, we put in some really beautiful, fancy lace work, like in in iron, so that the flames come through the floor, and give the impression of an underground uh, flame pit. <laughs> okay. Sure, I'll leave it off. I'll leave it there. <laughs> like a, like a, <laughs> a, 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 a hibachi grill. Yeah. Yeah, like, and we can also use it to grill and cook. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like it. Points, points for style. Of, uh, an Oxenfurt version of um, in-floor heating. I like it. I really like it. <laughs> if you guys go down uh, that route, I'm going to I'm gonna do everything I can to help you. Huh. And that way we can heat the basement and uh, keep our eggs warm. Absolutely. Well... We I think that's a pretty good. Uh, you could, <laughs> oh, you could have a little sauna, yeah. Personal sauna. We'll just go underneath, get the uh, uh, like yes. water poured on top of the eggs, and just uh, yeah, a bit of uh, a bit of bit of, bits, bit of Bikram yoga. I mean, and, uh, Miro is training. basically a walking sauna when you think yeah, about it. Yeah, that's true. That is true. It can make fog clouds and fire. Yeah, <laughs> she is a sauna. <laughs> but if you, douse, if you douse Mira, she does not like it. So you know, it's. <laughs> <laughs> You know, when you go to a sauna and you want more steam, so you pour water on it. Yeah, I don't know. If we, I don't know if doing that to Miro will uh, make you make you happy. So. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it'll make her happy per se. Miro, <laughs> how do you feel about having water poured? How do you feel about being doused? Her walks yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I think. Um, <laughs> I think that's probably a pretty good spot for a break. That's actually timed out beautifully. That's a uh, bang on an hour and a half. Um, almost, almost bang on an hour and a half. Um, 
thank you so much for joining us. We will be back for episode 12, part two, or episode 12, the stream part two. If you're hanging around on the live stream, don't go anywhere. We will be back in five to 10 minutes. Um, if we get two subscribers in that time, I'll bring, uh, I'll bring Lumi back on. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, but we will be, we will be right back for part two. Don't go anywhere. And if you do bring back more people with you. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Bring See you, everyone. <laughs> Bye. We'll see you guys Bye. in a minute.